Rashi quotes from the Pasuk of Ki Nechamtim Ki Asisim Ki Nechamtim Ki Asisim which is commonly translated as I have reconsidered or I regret that I made them meaning people on his Mefarish and he explains he Rashi explains the word Nechamti Chashavti Maulases I have I consider what to do Allah Sharasisim that I have made humankind so rather than I regret, I've reconsidered, he says, I think, I'm thinking what to do with the fact that I've made humankind. Is in them nishvashtanik, so we have to understand the way Rashi translates it. Number one, the word nichamti, the word nichamti, hot in pashtas nabadait vacharata, normally is translated as I reconsider, I regret. So it would seem that the direct explanation, the direct translation of this word would be from the that I that I made them. I have, I regret that I have made them. As similar to what the targum uh, translates, not only targum yonis, Targumyonison sometimes doesn't always follow the direct Pirushaposha, the simple meaning of the Pshat. So in addition so besides for Targumyonison, which you might say he took a different tra- uh, approach this time, but it's also translated that way, nor the Targum Onkulus. The Onkulus also translates it that way. And the Onkulus does follow the simple direct translation. So they translate it as, I regret that I made them. Is vikumtas vas Rashi? So how is it then that Rashi vas eres mefarish fudish lamrika, who is the commentator that explains it according to the simple direct meaning, learned on under a pirush, he has a different interpretation of the word. Yechab getracht vas suton, the way he translates it, I, have, I am thinking now what to do. So then, over the fact that I've created humankind. Nochmer, and the question is even greater because this is the second question. Only one pasuk ago, Git Rashi Aklal Rashi sets down a rule. He says, Kol Any time that the word Nichum Nichamti or whatever that the root of a word is used in the pasuk, Loshen Nimlach Malasis. It always means. I am reconsidering what to do. Kulam loshin machshav acherasem. They are all, all indicate I have changed my mind. I now have a different way of thinking. So, in other words, regret. I reconsider. As the loshin nichum in Tanakh, that the word nichum in Tanakh meant alamol always means amachshavavus is andesh that I am now thinking differently than I did before which means I regret or I've changed my mind or I reconsider from the way I thought about it earlier is loid dem klal so based on this rule which Rashi said in the previous pasuk so then when he translates in the very next pasuk he should have also translated it as I regret what I did so then why does he translate it 
as I am thinking what to do. Base. It would seem that we might interpret it this way as Rashi Fataych Nish Nechanti that Rashi doesn't translate Nechamti in this case as I regret or reconsider the Farvala Filo Akin state. The reason that he doesn't do that is because even a child understands as by the that it's you can't say that Hashem regrets what he did before. And as the Pasik actually says that Hashem is not a person that can be deceitful or he's, he's not a person that can uh, reconsider, regret because Hashem knows ahead of time what's going to happen so what do you mean he regrets and therefore over here we must say that that doesn't mean I regret but rather I'm thinking what to do with the problem that I've created but to say that this is the answer is certainly doesn't uh, it doesn't follow because warum because where Rashi sets down the rule that every all any time it says in the pasuk uh, the the expression of nichum or nechamti it means a change of mind over there it's also talking about Hashem Hashem the word that he's trans, that he's explaining is Hashem Hashem reconsidered. And still, Drashi, he still says that Vinachem means that he changed his mind. So he's so if he has such a big problem with how could Hashem change his mind, how could, how does he translate it just the previous pasuk that that's what it means? Nochmer even more. Zwischen der Rashi bring dort in the Rashi gives a list of uh, of proofs from different psukim that this is, that it means change of mind. Amongst those psukim is the gufa is this very posseg that Hashem is not a person that reconsiders that changes his mind. So he see the word means to change his mind, but it means that Hashem cannot change his mind. He uses that same posseg as a proof that it means change of mind. And still he says that it means regret. So we see from this as that for whatever reason, we don't understand the reason maybe, but for whatever reason, Artnish Rashi Odikasha Rashi is not bothered by this question. We don't I don't know why he's not bothered by this question, but he doesn't seem to be bothered by it because he's using the word nichum vayinachem as Hashem changing his mind so obviously he's not bothered by that question he doesn't have the question how can Hashem change his mind and we find in other psukim that Rashi quotes in the previous Rashi he says he has changed his mind in regards to his uh, servants Hashem uh, regretted the he changed his mind about the the punishment that he wanted to give to the Jewish people. Nechamti kihim lachti. I regretted that I have uh, crowned him king, that I have made, I believe, Shaul the king. So in all of them is Hashem changing his mind on a certain matter. Although the, all those sukkim are referring to Hashem 
and he is the one that nichamti. From that's when kulam loshem achshava acheres and still Rashi states that they all mean that he has a change of mind, a change of heart. Hein favos zoler zoler oich nichamti giasisim nish mefaros and leiden zalbegin klal. So then, why in this pasuk where it says I have reconsidered that I have made them, why doesn't he explain it in the same way from loshem achshava acheres that I I have now have a change of heart about the fact that I created humankind. And he says, I'm thinking what to do with the fact that I made them. A third question, Lloyd Pirish Rashi, according to the way Rashi explains that that it means I am thinking about what to do, is Nishglatik the Hemshech. How do you explain now the rest of the Pasuk, which is Kiasisim that I have made them? Vosdarf Lloyd the Pasuk is, is uh, framed in such a way that that I have made them or because I made them is a reason to Nichamti to I have changed my mind Nichamti getracht vosuton I now now that he explains it as what I'm thinking, what to do? I'm thinking what to do because I made them. So what does that mean? It would make more sense to say, if you want to explain the word as I'm thinking what to do. It would make more sense to say, "I'm thinking what to do," because they have they have turned so evil. That would make sense. I am thinking what to do with them. They have turned so evil. But I'm thinking what to do with them because I made them. How does that follow? How does because I made them follow as a as the as an explanation of I'm thinking what to do? So what would make sense is. Because they because they have turned to sin, Hashem is thinking, so to speak, what do I do with them? But if you but if you say that Nechamti I am reconsidering, so then because I made them, what does that mean? Because I made them is not a reason to consider reconsider. So in other words, for many reasons, the way Rashi interprets it, it doesn't seem to follow and, and why does he change from his earlier interpretation from a pasuk earlier? Rashi. So we'll understand all this from examining another statement of Rashi in this very same pasuk. That the way Rashi explains that word is also doesn't seem to be follow the regular direct translation. What, what is that? On the pasuk that says Hashem said, "I will emche the person." We have to understand what the word emche is. That's what Rashi is going to explain. Zok Rashi. So Rashi says, "What does it mean? Who offer man is made of dust of the ground, dust of the earth, right? The avi all of mayim. So now I will bring water upon him. Emche. He says, I will dissolve him." That's what he says. The word michui michui means to dissolve. Otherwise, emcha means to wipe out. But here Rashi says that it means to dissolve. And because man is made of earth, 
Hashem formed man out of earth, and he's now going to bring this deluge of water, so it will dissolve humankind. The Pasha Tatechun Emcha is the simple meaning of the direct translation of the word Emcha always is up and to wipe out. Azoivi Moche Emcha, like Hashem said, I will wipe out the memory of Amalek. Or the Timcha, or when Hashem says to the Eden, you shall wipe out Amalek. Over there, certainly it doesn't follow to say, bring water upon a molek, or I will bring water upon a molek, certainly doesn't fit. In fact, it's such an obvious translation with the word wipe out a molek, that the word emcha means wipe out, or I will wipe out, as Rashi touched as dark up that Rashi doesn't even translate the word over there because it's an obvious translation everybody knows what it means and there's no need for Rashi to explain because it doesn't need any explanation so therefore the word normally used means to wipe out and whenever it's used in that context Rashi doesn't even explain it yet over here when it says I will uh, here Rashi finds it necessary to explain what emcha is and he explains it in a very novel way I will bring water on him and therefore dissolve him is the beer in them so the explanation of this translation of Rashi is in the Hemshech from the Indian in the Kumadig Sedra, as the story unfolds in the next Sedra, in Parsha Noyach. Hashem instructed Noyach to make a, an ark. In which Noyach and his wife and his, uh, his sons and their wives as well as a, a, a few of each animal so that they will be saved from the flood so therefore you can't say that in this case means as is normally understood to be up and to wipe out which means to utterly and totally wipe out because that didn't happen that Hashem will wipe out from the veld from the world man and animals the crawling animals and the birds of the sky because in the end not, all, not everything was wiped out there was left Hashem made sure to leave some that will propagate and perpetuate life again after the flood so you can't say that I'm going to wipe out the, the people and animals and so on because he didn't wipe out people and animals in fact you don't even have to wait until the next sedra to find out that he really didn't wipe out the whole world you know, because in our sedra itself at the end of Bereshis the very next posseg it says, it states that Noyach found favor in the eyes of Hashem so we understand already that Hashem had no intention of wiping out Noyach so therefore we can't say anymore as that when Hashem says I will wipe out man that I have created that he meant to wipe out 
totally annihilate the humankind. Varam Noyach is doch nicht eingeschlossen in them because Noyach wasn't included in that, in what Hashem intended and planned to do. Because Noyach found favor in Hashem's eyes. So obviously, he's not going to punish him. So, therefore, even in this seder, we already have an inkling that Hashem has no intention of wiping out humankind utterly and totally. And the fact is, we don't even need any proof from the Pasuk that this is the fact. Not even from the later Pasukim. Because from this very Pasuk that we are studying now, when the student that learns, he knows that Hashem didn't wipe out the whole world because he's, his whole class is there, he's there, his teacher is there there's a whole world going on so he needs to be told by the Pasuk that Hashem didn't actually end up wiping out the whole world he knows it as a fact, he sees the world around him it becomes clear to him that when Hashem says I will wipe out a man, an animal he doesn't mean that he's going to wipe out humankind and animal kind the humankind and all the animals. So therefore the word emcha cannot mean wipe out. The Riba learned Rashi, that's why Rashi over here interprets the word as emcha da, that the word emcha here, mashenki ba'amolek, as opposed to amolek, where Hashem really did intend to wipe out amolek. So over here, emcha means, I will dissolve. So lozen in basar, I will dissolve them in water. Of is because that the word emcha michui also means to dissolve, besides wipe out. Of is Therefore, that doesn't contradict in any way the fact that noyach and his wife and so on, all the people, everyone, everything, and everyone that was in the te- in the teva, gans remained unharmed. Because Hashem did not say that He's going to wipe out humankind and animal kind. He just said, I'm going to dissolve the people. And through water, the river, and therefore, so therefore, it makes sense. The people and the animals that were left in the water, upon whom the rain the flood, the rain, so they became dissolved. But the ones that were protected, sheltered in the Teva, they were the, the sheltered from the water. So therefore they weren't affected by the statement that Hashem said, I'm going to dissolve the people. So they remained unharmed. So that doesn't contradict anymore. Yes, He's going to dissolve the ones that he wants to, and the other people will be protected. So, based on this, we can also understand. Now we can understand where Rashi says that Nichamti, that I made the main Nish that doesn't mean I regret that I created them, nor but rather it means I'm thinking what to do about this situation. From the fact that Noyach and all those that were with him in the Teva were saved, is clear, it becomes clear as the Ebishtat Nishcharot Gatag Dem Vos Asisim. 
that Hashem did not regret that He created Yumakayim because if He had regretted making Yumakayim He would have destroyed all of Yumakayim but we, we, clearly He did not do that so obviously He did not regret crea- um, creating Yumakayim and it doesn't in any way contradict the, the ground rule that Rashi made earlier that every uh, wherever it says this word, this root word in the Pasuk it means to reconsider what he did that he has another way of thinking about it why doesn't it re, uh, contradict it? it says, because yes Hashem does have a reconsideration in mind but his reconsideration his regret is not that he created humankind it's something else as will be explained as we go on so the, there is a reconsideration but it's not about having created man because if he had regretted that he created humankind, he would have destroyed humankind. But he didn't, so it means that's not what he regrets. But we could ask the question on this explanation. How could we say? From the fact that Noyach and everyone with him in the Teva remained unharmed, so now Rashi is forced to say, as that what, what Hashem is reconsidering is, it doesn't mean that he regrets that he created them. Because Rashi himself says in the previous Pasuk, that Hashem, Hashem, Hashem regretted that he had made. So Rashi says, As the that Hashem did regret it. His thinking was turned from compassion to judgment. And you could ask the same question for what Rashi says in that Pasuk that that as Rashi says his, his mind, his thinking was turned to judgment so then Rashi himself is acknowledging that Hashem regretted creating man so if he, create, if he regretted it why did he allow it to go on? why did he save Noyach and his family? the same question that we asked here and that Rashi Concluded, therefore, it can't mean that he regretted. You could ask that same question in the previous pasuk, where he does say that he regretted. Thus, haste. In other words, in vos dem How is the word nichamti in this pasuk different than the in the previous pasuk? That in the previous pasuk, Rashi is comfortable to say that he changed his mind. But in this Pasuk, absolutely not. It can't mean that he changed his mind. It means that he's considering how to deal with the situation. That over there in the previous Pasuk, Rashi could still maintain that it means that he had a change of heart. But in this Pasuk, he has to interpret it as meaning, I'm thinking what to do about this situation. Is the beer in them. So the explanation is, in the previous Pasuk says that Hashem um, was saddened in his heart 
And thus learn to us, which, what does that teach? What does it mean, Hashem? It was saddened him in his heart. It teaches us, Dorot retnish the Pasuk vengdem evishten zagzeire. It's not talking about something that Hashem stated is going to happen. He didn't say that this is what I'm going to do. Nor It's talking about what, his, what was going through his mind, so to speak. Hashem doesn't have a mind, but what was going on within, in, within him, without having declared it as his intention to do so. He's thinking about it. What it's so to speak, he was thinking to himself. Rashi is Rashi emphasizes this a number of times there. Rashi uses the word thinking. He says his mind, his thinking changed. It occurred to him to do so and so. It's a new, now a new thing, a way of thinking. It's all within the thinking mode. And since his regret, his change of heart was within his mind, so then there's no question why then didn't it happen? Why didn't it happen? Because he thought about it. But he didn't decide to do it. He didn't actually follow through that he's, this is what he's going to do. He did not follow through by saying, okay, this is what we're going to do. He didn't get, it didn't get to that point. It was all he's thinking within himself. But in our Pasuk, what does it state? Hashem said, this is what I'm going to do. Which means that Hashem stated that this is what He's going to do. He's decided to do so and so. When Hashem says that He's going to do something, of course He's going to follow through. Therefore, we can't say anymore in this pasuk that He means that He's going to wipe out humankind. Because once he says it, that he's going to do it, so then why didn't he do it? Obviously, he couldn't have said that he's going to do that. And therefore, in this pasuk, nichamti cannot mean that I have regret that I have decided to wipe them out, because once he says it, then he's, of course, he's going to follow through. So when he, what he said was something different. Hey, Alpian Alkum Tois, so then based on this it comes out. As in the Mabishna Zamira Emchez Adam that when Hashem stated Emchez Adam, Hatzik Uvgitonafar Leichterung Lagabedem Friedigemachshava, that he eased up on what he was originally thinking. Originally he was thinking, I will wipe out, I'm I regret that I have created man. Which means his thinking was let's let's finish them off. But then when, he got, when it got down to what am I going to do, when he stated what he's going to do, he eased up on that. Earlier in his thinking, he regretted that he created men. Which would have meant that there's no longer going to be any humans or animals. But then later... 
how the Rebbe Shtegim zogged when he when it actually got to him stating what he's going to do. Emches Adam, he said, Amichoy Durchmaim, he said, I will dissolve humankind, not I will wipe out humankind. And therefore, I'm going to leave Noyach and his family out of that dissolving solution, what he decided that he's going to do. What is it that brought Hashem to ease up and that he's not going to wipe out all of humankind? He's going to leave Noyach and his family in order to continue humankind. Since originally he was thinking to wipe out all of mankind, he regretted the creating them, which means he no longer wants them. So we understand the reason for this from the end of the Pasuk. He says, because I'm reconsidering because I made them. I now have to make a decision about what to do with them because I made them. I'm the one that created them. Since I'm the one that created them, these are my handiwork. The humankind is my handiwork. Therefore, I have to find a way to keep it going. I created them, so of course I want them to continue to exist. I can't deal with the sinners, with those sinners from then, but I need to make sure that humankind continues, because I made them. I'm not going to destroy something that I made. Therefore, what I am going to do is not wipe them out, but I'm going to dissolve them. In other words, dissolve the ones that I no longer want, leave the ones that I do want so in other words that kiasisim because I made them is the explanation of why Hashem is thinking what to do it is the correct rationale what am I doing with them since I'm the one that created them loidem is eich and so based on this we can also understand that the taich from Rashi that Rashi's explanation nichanti chashavtim alases when he reinterprets the word nichamti as I'm thinking what to do with them is nisht in stiritzum klal is not in any way a contradiction to the rule that he gave in the previous pasuk as kol that every wherever it says nichum it's a new uh, new thinking because over here too the word nichamti means a reconsideration but the reconsideration, the regret is not that I made them, nor rather his change of mind, his change of heart was away from his original thinking. Originally I thought that I'm going to wipe them all out. So Hashem said, I, I changed my mind about what I'm going to do with them. I'm not going to wipe them out. I'll get rid of the ones that I don't want by dissolving them, and I'm going to keep Noyach and his family in order to continue my humankind. <clears throat> he changed his mind about destroying all of mankind and he's, just, he's going to save Noyach. So it still does maintain the change of heart that he had originally, but it's not about because, that he made them, that's not what he regrets. He regrets wanting to wipe them all out and the reason why he regrets that is because I made them after all. Of course I'm not going to wipe them all out.
Vav. The pir them the pirush and Rashi of Kinechamti. This explanation of uh, re understanding the words Kinechamti, the way Rashi sees them, is v'yederinin in Torah Meloshneira is just like any other matter in Torah, which the, the the word Torah means to teach a lesson. Also carries a lesson in our service of Hashem. As he mentioned earlier, Ken Rashi Rashi cannot explain the word Nechamti in Unzah Pasuk, in our Pasuk, Charotai the Masif that it means that Hashem uh, regretted creating mankind. As he explains earlier, as he had explained in the previous Pasuk that Hashem regretted making man. Because what made, makes the changes because here Hashem said it there he was thinking it here he said it and once you say it once Hashem says it he has to follow through so therefore that was what the change that's where the change occurred based on the fact that Hashem said it and this is a lesson to us how a person has to be careful about what he says for in Vibaldas Tzadikim was the mitmeintmen aliyidim. Since we know about Tzadikim, and in truth, Tzadikim refers to every single Jew. That the pasuk says, "Your nation is all Tzadikim." So therefore, we're talking about Tzadikim. Every Jew, daimim lebayrim, are similar to Hashem. Had der dibur fnaidna virkunge. Therefore, just like Hashem's word, His spoken word, is has a greater impact than his thinking that's what comes out from the way Rashi explains these two psukim therefore a person has to be very careful not to say in words something something that is not positive about another person you should never speak in a way that is not positive about another person but in the dibuf na'id ken shatan, because uh, when a yid says something, it could have a harmful effect. When a person thinks something inappropriate about another person, only thinking, is men the mit over of a harm iso. So it's, it's a, one violates a, a, t- a law as well. That thinking badly about a person is also prohibited. But it doesn't have the same harmful effect to the same degree as speaking. When a person actually says it, this could have a harmful effect on another person. The myth is verstandig. And this explains what our sages tell us in the Gemara the speech which is called third speech third speech uh, rela- it means Lashon Hara it's a way that the Gemara describes the word Lashon Hara many explanations given about why it's called third speech because it involves three people the person saying it, the person hearing it and the, the person about whom it's said and other explanations as well so it means Lashon Hara Kotl Klos Tlusoi kills three people as Loshon Hara brings umglik of Aladrai, that Loshon Hara brings tragedy for all three people. Nish blois of them that sailor on herer, not only for the person telling the Loshon Hara 
and the person listening to the Lashon Hara, which are both doing something wrong, they are both committing a sin, but it also brings harm to the person about whom what they're speaking. But you, you could ask the question, we can understand in regards to the one speaking Lashon Hara. The one here listening to the Lashon Hara, they committed a sin, so we can understand that they are harmed by this. But why the person about whom they're speaking, why, why should he suffer or she suffer? So why does the Gemara say that it harms three? Is the beer in them? So the explanation is that is that speech, what it accomplishes is speech is something that brings something that was concealed when a person is thinking something nobody knows what you're thinking when you say it so now you've revealed your thinking or you've revealed your feelings or whatever it is nobody knew what was going on now they know as long as a person isn't speaking badly about somebody I feel of is MS, even if it's true, even if they do have that fault and they did do whatever you're saying. But as long as you don't speak about it, Shtetus Nachananifim von Helam, it's still concealed. And since Hashem is very patient, therefore it's something which is concealed. It hasn't been brought out into the open. So Hashem waits patiently for the person to do tshuva. For He gives them opportunities, gives them opportunities to do tshuva. Is willing to wait to let them do tshuva. But when a person starts speaking about it, so now it's been revealed into the world. So this can already cause if Emma Kitrug that there should be. Like the 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 Sutton should now well they they're already talking about it look what he did and so on so now it becomes a matter which has to be dealt with. Versus Allah to bring him and therefore now that Hashem has to deal with it so this could lead to harm to the person the person about whom it was spoken. So as although he did do it but as long as you don't speak about it he's protected to some degree. And Hashem waits patiently, but once it's been brought out to the open, Hashem now has to deal with it. It's out in the open. And that's why speaking about someone, even when it's true, could cause harm to that person as well. In addition to the people that are saying it and listening and so on. That's the lesson that when, Hashem, that when, when it's spoken, it's a different story. As we see from this Rashi. Zion, Nocha Yerov and Pirish Rashi, and another lesson from this Rashi the the reason why Hashem did not utter the fact that he regrets creation is I was thinking what to do I'm thinking about what to do because I made them thus haste in other words not only is it true that Hashem did not actually state that he wants, he's going to wipe out humankind. But even in Hashem's thoughts, he never decided that he's going to wipe out humankind. He was just regretting that he did it, but he never got to the next step of saying, okay, so, or thinking even, what am I going to do? 
All he did was regret it. He's rethinking the wisdom of having created man. But he never got to the point where he said, in his thinking even, I'm going to wipe them out. And since Hashem is the one that created them, they are the handiwork of Hashem. That's why he changed his mind into a better solution of what to do. And his entourage should remain alive and therefore continue humankind. And this is also a lesson for every, every Even when you see, you observe about another Yid that he's doing something terrible, something horrible. And you see that his, he's a person that he thinks only bad things all day, as the Pasuk says about humankind. But since you know that every Yid is the handiwork of Hashem, it's something that Hashem implanted. He's the one that created every Yid. A person should never, even in your mind, you should never decide what is that person's fate, certainly not. Not even what that they are bad people. Even in your mind, you should be thinking, maybe there's a good reason why he's doing this terrible thing. Maybe there's something that motivates him that you don't understand. You should always, you should never finalize that he's that that person is doing a terrible thing. Because if the Hashem Himself, because He knows exactly what the person is thinking, and He cannot make the mistake of misjudging a person. Is when Hashem observed that the people are so evil and inclined to do such terrible things, he was certainly correct about it. Still, he refrained from giving, even in his mind, even in his thinking, deciding about it. He decided not to decide about it in his in the most terrible way that he thought originally. Allah has come to become a man, so how much more so when you talk about a human, a person that's doing the thinking, which could certainly make a mistake about somebody else's behavior and what's going on. Certainly a person should not decide and to develop a negative opinion about another person. You know that you don't know the whole story. So how could you come out with a bad, a negative opinion about someone? Because it's very, very possible. That it's certain, it's totally not what you're thinking. The reason that person is doing what they're doing is not for the reason you're thinking. You don't know what's going on. As the Mishnah rules, that a person should judge everyone favorably. So this is another lesson from this Rashi. Hashem didn't even conclude in his mind on a negative note. If Hashem didn't conclude a negative note, how much more so that we have no right to make a conclusion about another person's behavior.